the elevator scene over Lee's head to try and get the schedule the goddamn movie. What's that? This movie fucking sucks. What? Hello. Welcome to another edition of the Knife Party Podcast, where we live it all on the cutting room floor. I'm, of course, brought to you by a motherfucker who doesn't know to show up on time, Nick Neo. <laughs> <laughs> that fucker. And with you, of course, H1N1 Zombies and all of our other Patreons at the $20 and below level. Thank you all. I don't care if you have a dollar to spend or 20 bucks to spend or $50 to spend, whatever. Thanks for keeping us on the air. Or in the inner inner tubes, interwaves, whatever. The uh, internets. The internets on the cloud. Or like Timmy Turner. Internet? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, just real quick on that. For a dollar, you can join the party. You get uh, every show early and often and commercial free besides my live reads. And uh, right now, we're about a month ahead. So if you really are Jones and get that, um, it's on our Patreon, patreon.com slash pod. For one dollar, you get to join the party. Plus, you get two, two shows. And that's our Power Glove podcast. Plus, you also get Face in the Mirror, a new show coming out on November the 5th. Remember, remember, it's the 5th of November. Um, I'm excited at the, for that one. If, right? Uh, fifth, $5 level, I got five kids to feed. Of course, not only do you get all that shit, you also get shout-outs and free advertisements. Just send me at knifepartypod at yahoo.com. Send me what you want me to promote, and I'll promote it, such as this. Caps and Cork. Caps and Cork is a... Adult beverage store on the cusp of American Canyon and Napa and Vallejo, California, and they have all of your micro beer needs. With uh, experts, with experts yes. to recommend you the best beers. You could always tell when every dude has is kind of skinny and wears a beanie and has a beard. You know they know good beer, and right? they know their beer there. They really do. Um, and also, too, I got to throw out uh, Jazz. Thank you for signing up at the $20 level. Um, and uh, I think that's about it for now. We got, a new, we got a new one? Yeah, Jazz, yes. Yes. Oh. She, she's She actually. She, wow. Yeah, I know. We have a female listener, right? We accept her. One of us. One of us. us. One Google of gobble, us. Google gobble. Google gobble. One of us. One of us. Okay, thank you. That's our new song, I guess, every time we get a female listener. Yeah, basically. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, those are our plugs right now. Now we haven't done a top 10 list in a while and I know the kids love their lists. 
Oh, yeah. No. Uh, my TikTok feed, full of top 10, top 5 lists. Yeah. So let's uh, let's be honest. We, we just watched Evil Dead Rise. Actually, I've watched it in the past month four times. All on three the theater. Three times for me. Uh, three times for you. So yeah. we watched a lot. And we sat down and we tried to do an episode on it. But because this movie takes place in essentially one room, at least most of it, and unlike Suicide Kings, where you can kind of like deep dive into it, it's action, action, action. There's really no like foreplay to it, um, and it's a, it's a great movie. Like, don't, don't get me wrong, I love Fantastic this movie. Fantastic movie. I give it a 94, uh, and and that's just right under. Actually, I think it's tied. I gave it a 95. You did. I couldn't give it a 95 because that's uh, Evil Dead Two is still better than this, I think. And in fact, Army of Darkness is like right there, but they're different movies. Very different. So I thought instead of just doing Evil Dead Rise, let me write down the best moments, not kills, because it started off as kills. I said, you know what? It's hard to do kills in a movie where everyone keeps fucking coming back. Right? No, no, that's that was exactly my thinking. We cannot do kills because some of the kills are multiple scenes. Yeah, they're fake-out deaths. A lot of fake-out deaths. Yeah, because not, unlike a Freddy or a Jason or a Scream or whatever, you or Predator or, or you know whatever, you don't get... Um, you know what I just thought of? Mm-hmm. You know why I consider Predator more of a horror movie than, than a sci-fi movie? Why? All the kills are one-on-one. True, yeah. So that kind of makes it more of a slasher film. Also, the sense of hopelessness. The fact that you know you're you're going up against something that's more powerful than you are. Yeah, and it almost invincible. Yeah, and all your weapons mean squat. Yeah, I mean usually in horror nobody has a weapon, you know. But these guys are armed to the fucking teeth and still feel you know incompetent. Nick <laughs> just jumped in. We were just talking. Fucking finally, holy dude. We shit. were just singing your praises about how cool you are and usually how you're on time. Is his mic on? Is my mic on? No, his. His mic is now on. Go. Between D puking her guts up and me feeling needing to take a shit. Which one was more taxing? Which one went in the tub? <laughs> He's not Andre. Shit. Did you have to waffle stomp a turd down the drain? Ew, dude. Dude, I'm drinking. Well, fortunately, she had the trash can to heave into. So. so you pooped in the sink. No, no. Okay, good. <laughs> in Oklahoma, do they actually have signs that say, do not poop in this, and it's on the sink? Probably. Okay. That joke fucking bombed. I mean, over the, you, over the urinal, definitely. Walmart, you, over the sink, maybe not. You, you've seen Walmart bathrooms. Anything's possible. This is true. Uh, you should see the Hobby Lobby bathrooms over here. Okay. <laughs> yeah, um, they have a sign in the acoustic room that says, please do not jerk off in here. I swear to God. <laughs> Okay, yeah, knock before you go in those motherfuckers. So I got my list, and I wrote down 13. We're doing a top 10, though, so we're going to have honorable mentions by me. Now, here's the game, okay? I'm going to tell you my top 10 moments starting at number nine. And we you, have to play some. You two get to go. That should beat that. That should move up. That should move down. Okay. Yeah, I'm down for it. Oh, and, then, okay. and then after, we'll do honorable mentions. Now, we were, I was just explaining, uh, or sorry, Rob was just explaining, H1M1 Zombies, that is. Mr. Zombies, if Mr. You will. Zombies. Uh, I was just explaining to him that we wanted to do deaths, but the deaths in an Evil Dead movie are never permanent. No. 
It's a temporary inconvenience at best. So I thought the top 10 moments, this includes funny shit. This includes, you know, uh, things that, that just are iconic. just iconic with the series, what sets it apart from other things. Are you guys ready to go on this one? Fucking send it. Okay, here we go. All right. Intro time, baby. <laughs> That's the episode, just us doing. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. fair. Fucking damn it. Okay. So, we all know Evil Dead is a series. By the way, if you're listening to this by now, you know what you're in for. I'm not going to explain. Except for I will explain this. So, here's the rules. Evil Dead 1 and 2, obviously. Evil Dead 3, a.k.a. Army of Darkness, counts as a movie. Even yep. though it doesn't have Evil Dead on it, it it's counts. Still, yeah. Evil Dead 2014, or as I like to call it, Evil Dead 4, counts. Evil really? Dead Rise even though it's called Evil Dead Rise, counts, okay? Yeah. So we're talking about these five movies, and then Nick, you like the show, so we'll talk about that later as an addendum. What do you guys say? Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds fair. Okay, so I'm gonna write down, should I start with um, honorable mentions, or should we save yeah, it to sure. the- we we'll save the, we'll save the honorable you, mentions. Save I them? Have, I have some honorable mentions if you don't get to them. Got it, so yeah, we should start with the top tens though. Okay, so I'm going number 10. And remember, you could say, listen to how I describe it. We'll we'll talk about it. And then when I go to number nine, you go, you know what? That should actually be better than that. And yeah. then I'll give it a plus or a minus, okay? Okay. Okay. So number 10, Mini Ashes and the Tea Kettle, Army of Darkness. <laughs> I like I like the mini ashes with the fork where he throws yeah, the yeah, fork I'm and just impales saying, one. Yes, but yeah, that's a great moment this where whole, he boils himself. This in whole his scene. Stomach. So I haven't seen Army of Darkness in, in a minute. Does anyone know exactly? This is where he shatters the mirror, correct? Yeah, that's where he shatters the mirror. And and out of all the mirrors, little ashes come out, and there's like an army of them. Mm -hmm. And no, it's kind of and they poke him in the ass. They they do a whole Gulliver's travel where they try to tie yeah. him up. Oh God, I can't move. <laughs> So, here's why I think it should be number 10. It's fucking hilarious, first off. Mm -hmm. um, Agreed. And there's something about Bruce Campbell that could make a cringe, I need to look away from the screen moment funny. Drinking boiling water. <laughs> you And he goes, yeah, you like that. <laughs> like that whole... Thing is so, and I think this is right before the little goody two shoes part. It is, yes, yes. it is, it is, because he's full size at that point, and he comes out of him. But yeah, he's still inside of him. Now he boils the water. I noticed when I was writing this list that Army in Darkness had so many great moments. I had to cut some out because oh, it's yeah, yeah. Because I mean, really, we could just talk. We could just talk about Army of Darkness, but I wanted to like kind of say why why these movies are great. Um, First off, we talked about what we watched first when we did number two. You weren't here, Neo, but we did with the other ones. Where would you... Okay, I'm going to start round robin. Let's go zombies. What What are your favorite Evil Dead moments? Uh, or sorry, not moments, but movies without thinking about it. What order would it be from one to five? Don't even think about it. Just spit it out. Number one is going to be uh, Evil Dead Rise. Number two um, is going to be Evil Dead 
two. Number three is going to be Army of Darkness. Number four is going to be the OG. And the 2014 is going to be in last place. Not that it's bad. They're good. There's no wrong no, answer. There's no bad There one. is no wrong answer here. Yeah, but just Like I said, order. Evil Dead is the only series that has five movies that none of them suck. No. How about you, Nick? Where, where would you place yours? Don't think about it. Just spit it. The last time I saw the remake, which I'm going to say the remake, was Two. when it was in theaters, and it's been a really goddamn long time since I've seen the OG, so I'm going to put them in four and five, Okay, just because it's been too long. Okay. And in order for the other three, it'll be Rise to Army. Okay, Rise to Army. God, you, okay, so I'm You're outvoted here. number one? No, he Rise, he's putting, and then uh, Rise number two, and then Army. That's what he said. Okay, and, so Rise is still number one for you, right, Nico? Yeah. yeah. All right, so I'm I'm gonna go, and it's not because I have any lineage to like going. I'm old school horror. I'm going two first because two not is wrong. two is the most rewatchable out of all of them. That's my number two. So yeah, I'm I'm cool with it. I'm going that. Um, I just watched Rise a bunch, and it is really great. But it's gonna take the number three slot because Itch. Army of Darkness is so goddamn good. It has to be number two. It's good, but it's camp. It's what is great horror? Camp. Yeah, yeah. Then I'm going 14, and lastly, I'm putting number one. Here's why: number two did everything. Number one did better, except for a couple of things, which we'll get into. You know, what? you're right, and I'm gonna flip my four and five. You're right. Mm. 2014, and then you know, number one last. And, and, and you don't have to say I like number one the best to be cool, dude. It's I get it. Number one's great, and for its budget, it's probably the best movie ever made as a horror movie for its budget. Yes, I agree with that. Bunch Night of Living Dead might might beat it, but no, that's actually, about it. no lower budget than Night Living Dead. Yeah, the, wow. Well, okay. what's Night of Living Dead though? It's Sixty-eight. The only the only one. Yeah, Original. yeah. The ninety-four didn't. We're not happen. we're not talking about the uh, Tom Savini. One. Um, okay, so that was number 10. Now, it's up against number 9. And number 9, let me look at my things, is the tree sexual assault in number Ooh, 1. No, that one gets lowered. That one's hard to watch. Yeah, but I'm saying oh. as a moment of, oh, shit, this has never been done in a movie. So, anyway. For pure shock value, you get that. I, I agree it should be on this list, but I would put it below okay, the mini ashes. Let's just put it this way. Evil Dead is kind of known for its tree rapes. It has three, right? It yes. has this one. It has the one with Maya and Evil Dead Rise, which I think is really or good. 2014. Or 2014, rather. Sorry. Yeah. And also, you have Bobby Joe getting raped, too. Well, it's implied. Well, Bobby Joe more got smacked into the tree. Yeah, she yeah. got yeah. split apart. Not. Yeah, you know. and it goes underneath her eyes and shit. Yeah, I liked hers better than I liked the one from the original, so I'm going to say drop this one to 10. How say you, Neil? Yeah, I agree. Boom. Okay, so this is now magically number 10. Yep. And this is moving up in the rankings. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what? I'm, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it, but at the same time... Once again, two did it, and they did it better. The reason why I picked this, though, is because, again... No, it's iconic. And it's never it, happened in a movie before or, or, or since. Or well, so. unless it's another Evil Dead. <laughs> okay, now, now we're gonna get in some nitty gritty because now we're gonna get into some some dark shit that we can talk a lot about. You got another evil cousin over there? Uh, I do. I do. Mind if I? Thank yeah, you. Yeah, of course. I mean, we're talking Evil Dead cousins. 
Um, Danke. Bridget eats glass. Ooh, that's a Evil Dead great Rise. One. Yeah, he, here's I, what I okay. cringed. Go, no, no, okay, go. yeah. So, as a former EMT, there are very few things that give me the heebie-jeebies anymore. That one did it for me. It's me too. Swallowing glass and watching it poke through her neck, lacerate a little bit, and then go back in and down her throat. Ugh. I will give Evil Dead oh, Rise. God. I will give Evil Dead Rise three things. Um, uh, no, no, not three things. Sorry, I'll give Evil Dead Rise three moments where I was like, oh, I can't look away because I'm a pussy and I have to keep looking up and I have to scream. This is one of them. This is also I know another one. This also has the cheese grater in it. Yep. yep. There's a reason my wife calls Evil Dead Rise the cheese grater movie. So this scene starts off where um, Bridget's already been tattooed in the face by her mom, which is still still <laughs> still but not as bad as the glass. not as bad as this. Um, and then she's uh, she lights the stove. Uh, it's a gas stove to look and use like a uh, a first aid kit. And she knows it spreads apart. We cut away from her. And then we cut back to her. We cut to Beth. And then we go back to Bridget. She throws up the and bugs. And you just hear, yeah, she throws up the bugs. We see the Necronomicon open up the Kraken uh, uh, picture of the girl, like, with tentacles coming out. And she's throwing up. And she's bleeding out of her nose and, and her eyes. And it's this, like, viscous, very, very old dead blood kind of thing. Looks like what Dracula did when he goes, drink, Mia. And, uh... And she starts, when she drinks the water, she doesn't spit out liquid. She spits off, like, carinous insects and such. Okay, mm -hmm. like insects and motor oil. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, we kind of cut away from her again, and the next time we see her, she is perched on the sink in the corner of the of where the sink meets the counter. In and a, we just... In, the, in, like, a full wide squat. Yes. Very unnatural looking. We hear this noise which is and it's amplified especially when you saw it in the theater like you could hear that the crunch ah. and uh then she turns resident evil status and but she turns to the right it would have been scary if she turned to the left it would have been she turns to the right and she goes i have to eat this to make the, the, the buggies go away yeah. i have to eat this or uh, i have to it's kill the all the crawlies go away yeah. creepy call yeah. thank you i have to I have to kill all the creepy crawlies in my tummy. I don't like things creepy crawling in my tummy. Now she's drinking. Bath? She's drinking out of a sixteen-ounce Bordeaux glass, and she's crunching the glass. Now Ugh. we know this is sugar glass, clearly. Right, my brain knows that, but my body. But still the goes, sound. Oh god! But the sound effects told your brain different because yeah. they did a great job on Foley in this movie. Swallowing was awful. Like her mouth is already cut up. Yeah. It's already really bad. And she swallows and you see it like. The, yeah. Where it just Ugh. pokes a little bit. And after this, she then attacks with a cheese grater. And this is in the same scene mm -hmm. where I'm like, ah! Oh, so we're combining the cheese grater scene with the glass. Scene. Well, it is. It is. Yeah. It is the same scene. Okay, whatever your next scene is, I'm going to say bump it up over that. What do you think, Neo? Let's hear the next scene. Let's hold on, but let's say this: we got to hear the third part. You're right. We got it. We got to hear the. But here's this: does Mini Ashes beat the glass scene? Fuck no. No. We we got to hear the third part. Yeah, we we got to hear the the next one. So go to go to the next one up, and then we'll see we'll see if no we no, no no no. 
where we're doing like a a, a March Madness thing. Oh, okay. Well, so I know going you head said to head. there were three scenes. I'm sorry. So you said there were three scenes that you know really did it for you. The cheese grater. We'll get to that. They next might one. they might be on the list. Yeah, we'll we'll get to them. I'm okay. saying there's three scenes in that movie. I'm just saying this is my this is part of it. Eight. This is my okay, okay. in my top ten. This is number eight. Do, does uh, the tea kettle a little goody two shoes ash scene beat this or does this beat it? Does this stay at number eight? This stays at number. It stays eight. at eight. Hell yeah. Stays at eight. Okay. Not even close. Good choice, guys. I agree. I agree. Remember, I picked them. You get a vote. Okay. So my number seven. Going back to Evil Dead Rise. The opening scene. Now, let me set the table. Perfect. Ooh, okay. Perfect cinematography. Where you show the, the cabin and it's pointed like mm -hmm. a hat. And then you get the, the valley that kind of the valley. It. And we talked about this. The yonic imagery here, the valley with that cabin is very vaginal like, right? It looks safe. It looks like that cabin is protected by those rolling hills and the mm -hmm. forest. But there's one thing that throws you off and why is the cabin shaped like a pyramid? Yes. Kind of gets to me. This scene is great. We see there's a, a girl and a guy, and they're together. The dude's flying around a drone, you know, and the girl's reading. A, uh, she's got headphones on or something, mm -hmm. and they kind of have a quick back and forth, and it turns out that this is the boyfriend of her friend, and her friend's sick, and she's like, well, what's wrong? And then uh, he says, I don't know, she's sick or something. I gave her a clonzepan to sleep it off, right? So, okay, there you go. So she checks in on her, and she is, like, hung over looking, where she's, like, taking up most of the bed. And then her friend sits down, and she goes, you know, you really fucked me over on this one. You said there was going to be people here and everything else, and now you're just, like, here passed out, and your boyfriend's being, a you know, just like a dude playing with his drone. Um, after I finish this book. Real hard third wheeling. Yeah, exactly. After I finished this, or maybe, maybe there were, she was trying to convince her, or he was trying, probably him, trying to convince something else to happen. So uh, she's yeah. like, if He's I if I finish this chapter or whatever, and more, and you you're not out of bed, I'm I'm bouncing. Or if someone comes over, and then as she reads the book, Wuthering her Heights. her friend jumps up. Oh yeah, tell me about Withering Heights. You had some comments on this I last. I, time. I I don't remember exactly. You said story. that like I remember it's like it's pretentious. Uh, not okay. You said not, it's like flowers is, in the attic, but or no, no, no. You said it was uh, Catcher in the Rye for girls. Yeah, that that's what I remember somebody saying about it, and I'm like, yeah, that fits because everybody I've met who's read who's read it, it's the same. It's like the same girls that read Withering Heights are the same guys that read Catcher in the Rye. They think they're fucking intellectuals and they're just pretentious as fuck. Well, I read Catcher in the Rye twice pretentious as fuck no the only reason why is because i wanted to know why all serial killers liked it and then i was like this has nothing to do with serial killers so i wanted to reread it and here's what i came out to, uh here's what i got from that book a it's pretty well written b never trusted uh, uh uh trust a prostitute in three don't be a hypocrite because holden caulfield is the biggest fucking hypocrite ever until the very God, end fucking yeah, Wait, that's the uh, that's the one with Atticus Finch, right? The lawyer. Uh, no, no, I think you're thinking of Great Expectations. I could be wrong. I don't read. Um, anyway, <laughs> clearly. Uh, so anyway, um, then her friend goes into convulsions, and uh, uh, falls uh, off the bed. Falls off the bed. She tries to check on her. She scalps her in one like hair braid okay. thing, yeah. and then after that. 
she goes out to her boyfriend uh, um, and she's like, oh my God, I've been attacked. And her fucking skullcap is missing. And then the friend who's now possessed, she's a deadite, grabs the drone out of midair and puts it to her face. Mm-hmm. And we were just commenting on this. You know what's funny? This review is coming out right after Halloween Kills. Both those movies have a fucking drone in them. And then what were you saying about, I hope this is not a pattern? You were- yeah, I hope it's not a pattern where in the future we'll look at a movie and it's like oh it has a fucking drone in it yeah of course it does it's a movie from the 20 teens or 2020s yeah it's gonna date the fucking movie yeah that you know what the date is going to be the renaissance of horror because dude we're coming back in a big we way are. yeah dude saw 10 i'm actually looking forward to it they better not fuck this no up. no no they i don't better think, not fuck no this they're up. saying this is going to be the return for blood and boobies in 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 the theater I'll say, isn't Jigsaw coming back in this one? Yes, apparently. They better not fuck this up. I know that. I don't think they are, dude. They they've been working on this movie for a minute. And don't get me wrong, Saw movies are to me like like uh uh like fast food. Halloween Kills, fucking fantastic. Yes. Evil Dead Rise, fucking, fucking fantastic. fantastic. Halloween eighteen, fucking fantastic. Yeah. I call it. You know what I'm calling this uh, era? I call it COVID horror. Meaning, COVID horror seems darker. Um less funny and more claustrophobic more claustrophobic and it's not torture porn it's i'm going to get you porn or sorry sorry, i'm going to get you horror yes and i agree with that and it's all great and i love every bit of it yeah claustrophobic like you're trapped and i'm going to get you like there's something to get you not torture porn where you're stuck there you go well lighthouse a little bit different lighthouse is is that is clearly 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 Lovecraftian and Lovecraftian horror will never go away. But it still gets the the same concept I, you're going to with the, there. Would you consider Pontypool Lovecraftian? I would. I would. Yes. Yeah, I can't wait to do that movie, dude. I just found a good deal on it because I'm not paying eighty nine dollars for a goddamn copy of that. I found I will, a good deal on it though. Let me see if I can find my copy. Uh, I, I saw one for thirty five. If you have it, because I do not want to spend. I over have t- it somewhere. Okay. But I'm, I'm, I, God, I gotta find it. It's yeah, I, I found a copy of it. Also, Blood Diner is another one I want to do that you never seen. That's Lovecraftian. Okay, we're gonna do. That. You've never seen Blood Diner. You know that movie's actually cursed too. You everyone, told me about it. Yeah, everyone who worked on it died. All the actors did, except for, uh, cool. yeah, all the main actors anyway. All right. All right. I don't want to do another two-hour fucking review that we have to throw away. So let's get to the next thing. Oh, oof, look at you with that fucking spice. I'm just throwing <laughs> you, in everything. You know, that- I, will, I will say. Maybe because it didn't work Tuesday is because I wasn't there to tribute. No, dude, it was because I was in the studio all day and I was burnt out and tired and salty. And I was burnt out from work and I wasn't funny. And there was <coughs> Antonius here to laugh at it our was, stupid it fucking jokes. It, dude, it wasn't even that. It was that we were trying to do an hour and a half movie on a movie that's an hour and a half. That's just about one apartment. It was it was not only that, but we tried to do a couple other po- uh, podcasts for the channel that you can join for only one dollar. The channel. And uh, it just didn't work out. And by the time that we were even going to do an after dark, it was pointless. And we decided that Antonius needs to be there for an after dark. It just kind of yeah. needed. All right. So um, then she picks up the drone, cuts her face, falls in the water. Dude jumps in. Doesn't save her and gets just decapped. Yeah. Not even decapped. He's shouldered. He gets piranha 3D'd. Yeah. And then we see the greatest credits ever as she rises up mm-hmm. and we see Evil Dead rise. Does this beat the glass slash uh, uh, cheese grater scene? Yeah, it's probably yes. the greatest credit open I've seen in Damn. a while. So I would keep it where it's at. I would definitely keep it there. Okay, so this is going to be hard to top. 
But next up, I have... Kalatu Vrata... <laughs> Kalatu... <laughs> Remember the words. Yeah. Kalatu Vrata... Nick Neo. Kalatu... <laughs> So I'll say you, Nick. I'm gonna start with you. Evil Dead, or sorry, Army, uh, sorry, Army of Darkness. When he tries to speak the words from the Necronomicon to reverse the evil, and epically fails because he just raises. Like yeah, dude, he rolls a one on his wizardry, wizardry uh, stats, and arises all the dead on accident. Well, it'd be a, it'd be an arcane check, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, uh, what do you think? I would keep the. I would put the credits above this. Okay, hold on. Let really? me let me sell this a little bit more. I I'm against let, Neo here. Let let me sell this a little bit more. So one of the reasons why I love this scene so much is because in the first two movies we see Ash holding the chainsaw, being like the golden god, but then we find out he's actually the one that caused all of the evil dead, basically by reading from the book. Because at mm -hmm. first it was just deadite monsters. This is where the dead actually rise, no pun intended, mm -hmm. from their graves is because of Ash's little foul up here. Rise from your grave. Rise, okay, chicken, now, chicken arise. Let me ask you this before okay. I, have, I finalize my answer. Billy Witch Doctor. Are we including Only the... more comfortable with chicken. Only comfortable with chicken. I'll see you, Nick. Are we also including the fake Necronomicons in this part. Ooh, that's that. No, that's going to change things. Yeah, is is the fake Necronomicons included in that? I mean, everything in the scene. Okay, so the fake Necronomicons are in. Yeah, yes. if they're uh, in, then this then beats. It where it is. Yeah, if, if the fake Necronomicons are in there, it beats. Not only that, Army of Darkness does the very, very hard juggling of. Taking a horror movie, making it PG three kind of kid friendly, and funny, and funny, and, and scary. I think it's still got a hard R rating, but you could tell they were going for we want to have a PG thirteen to the point where they made comic books for kids, not adults. When I say good camp, this is the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Where he gets up there and he's like, "Clatu, Verada." <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I said the words. I said the words. Yeah. So I, I'm gonna say this stays, especially if we get the 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 false Necronomicons, the mimics or whatever that suck him in and fuck up his yeah. face and bite his finger. Yeah. That that scene. So this is staying at number six. I'm gonna keep it at number six. So so I've been picking well, pretty except for the tree no, one. Yeah, you've been pretty good. Okay. So now we're going to number five. This is where we get to our our finalists here. This this is important, and I think everyone. Can acknowledge this, especially because I'm thinking about making a uh, knife party T-shirt that has this saying on it: "The opening of Army of Darkness." This is my boomstick. <laughs> boomstick. So yeah. here goes the thing. At the end of number two, uh, Ash is transported to the medieval times. We don't know exactly when, and he's surrounded. 1300s. Yeah, he's surrounded by a bunch of like knights that are about to kill him. And then he pull, and then like a deadite appears as like kind of like a dragon wyvern kind of thing, kind of like a, a manticore, if you will. Looks like the things from fucking uh, Van Helsing. There you go, but less hot. And he fires his his double barrel, kills it in one shot, and then they go hail, hail, and they start worshiping him. Now, in Army of Darkness, which came out quite a bit later, they change it. They change it a little bit, but they they start honoring him instead of him going 
you know, like, no, 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 because he realizes he's the one. They kind of switch it up a little bit to where he's a reluctant hero, but enjoying the grapes and the women and everything else mm-hmm. at first, right? So I really like that. After, after they thought that he was one of Eric the Red's men. Yeah, they yes. did. Yes. Uh, speak on it real quick, YP, because this scene, I just have to say, boomstick, go, and you guys should be able to cover five minutes. Yeah, so this is right as he's coming out of the pit where he's, you know, kind of showing that he's a badass. And he comes out and he's like, all right, listen here, you fucking, does he call him primates? Primitive suckheads. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you fucking primitives. This is my boomstick. And they all kind of shudder away from it. And he's basically going out and be like who wants some you know and he's kind of challenging people the guy who was whipping him the uh the prince who's kind of in charge here draws a sword on him and he shoots the sword and breaks it in half and he just has like this badass moment of listen fuckers i'm the main character and uh yeah they all kind of go with it and it's kind of sets him up to to be the uh, the chosen one that the wise man claimed that he was. So I think it's a great scene. Probably the most iconic. Probably the most quotable. What do you think, Neo? Oh, yeah, definitely. Not yeah. to mention, he did a sales pitch for the shotgun for S-Mart. I forgot about that. The sales pitch for the shotgun. He's like, this is a Remington yes. 12-gauge exactly. side-by-side. He actually puts the model in there, and he's like, buy smart Buy S-Mart. And they all kind of just, okay, we're going to buy from S-Mart. What the fuck is that? (laughs) Another thing I like about this is um, I had a couple of weird DMs when I was like uh, first playing Dungeons & Dragons when I was like 11, 12. And um, one of the characters found an old old gun and didn't know what it was, but considered it a holy relic. And he was a cleric and just had it, and it had no, he didn't know how to shoot it because he didn't figure out the safety. It was like an automatic weapon, and um, I know that 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 was inspired from this. Not only that, there's always the saying: if you were to go back in time and show somebody a tablet or a lighter or whatever, you'd be their god. I think that's kind of why I like this too. Um, it is so in a horror movie about zombies, demons, devils, skeletons, armies of darkness and uh medieval like necromancer books that bring shit back to life this is probably the most realistic thing oh yeah and even by like the 1980s a side-by-side 12 gauge sawed off is not the most advanced thing on the planet but if you take it back to the 1300s yeah you're a god one of the other reasons why i do like this scene a lot is ash is pretty much a coward or no 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 that's the wrong word a hero of opportunity yeah, reluctant hero. Yeah, I'd agree with that. So I really like this scene. I put it at number five. How say you guys? Is this the most iconic, iconic and quotable scene? Iconic for I. Yeah, I got. I got it. I got. Shut it. up! I've been well, you can quantify it. Yeah, I would say it's definitely. Does uh, it beat the deserve be- its place? But does it beat Evil Dead Rise? The beginning though. It does. Just for I, quotability. You, okay, all right, so my list is going well, okay. Yeah, for quotability, it, it keeps its place. Okay, now this one's going to be a hard sell to you guys. Oof. But this is one of the scenes in an Evil Dead movie that really stuck with me to the point that I, I was like, I need to see this again just for the scene. Olivia's shower scene, Evil Dead 2014, where they're turning through the books 
and Olivia is the uh, the black chick, and she's in the shower, and she turns on the heat all the way, and then you see the water heater just boiling over, and she's sitting there burning to death in there. As I thought that was Maya. As she's cutting her face. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. Oh, okay. The bathroom scene where she cuts her face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah, does yeah. a joker smile to her, and she's cutting off pieces of her face. I know the scene you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. her name is Olivia. Wall. Sorry, yeah, I, I Olivia, didn't mean where she starts I cutting meant her bathroom. face open. I thought I, I meant to say bathroom, not that, but the character's name's Olivia. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then they walk in on her, and she does do the left over the shoulder turn, the Resident Evil zombie turn, and she's holding like, like chunks of her, like on the ground. They try to rush in. And then she starts attacking the nerdy dude, and he slips on a piece of her cheek. Yeah, he slips on the cheek meat. And she beats him with a, or, or no, sorry, he beats her with a, the top of a toilet. Yeah. Tank. This scene is disturbing as fuck. Yeah. This scene is out of left field. What the fuck? Because that movie, Evil Dead 2014, is a slow build. It's not like it Evil Dead Rise, where it's like, oh, we know what we're in for. It's more of a recreation of the original, Here's which the shitty it's designed th- to be. The only shitty thing I hate about Evil Dead 14 is it's so good, but it's in a series that's so great. Yeah. Like in any other... If that movie was called... Um, I was going to say Cabin in the Woods, but that would be retarded. Uh, <laughs> if that movie was called like The Evil in the Well, and it was just like a movie, you know, like a standalone, we'd all go, that's a great movie, but it rips off Evil Dead. Right. The problem is it has the Evil Dead thing on it, and it's like hard to judge whether it's better than... Because, I mean, on it, like I always say this, the, Evil, my- Dead, the Evil Dead ser- series is near perfect. Any of those movies could be my favorite movie if if I never saw the other ones. Here's my thing. Evil Dead 2 does everything Evil Dead 1 did, but better. Yes. Evil Dead 2014 does everything better production-wise, but not Disagree. at the same level. Disagree. It has a higher dollar value behind it. I want to hear Nick Neo's uh, uh, judgment before before I go on my, my, this is why I'm right and it's my show, so I'm right. <laughs> oh, no, I agree with you on this one. This is, it, it's a great scene, but go ahead, Neo. It is a great scene. Though I looked at it like this, they took the original and just upped the gore factor. Mm. The that original, original, yeah, scene. yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I totally agree with that because there is no Ash, there is no hero. There's a survivor, you know, where Ash is clearly a hero, and all the other movies are survivors. Yeah, and the survivors are badass. Don't get me wrong. Like Beth is a badass. Maya's a badass. Maya's a fucking badass. But Ash Rips is a own fucking especially arm off. with the uh, the end and the jeep. But yep. This is true. That being said, I will say this. I see a lot of shit online in the horror fam. Shout out. Hashtag horror fam. Um, I would love to see Ash versus Jason or Ash versus Freddy. I would not like to see Maya versus Jason or Freddy because it would be stupid if she won. Ash could win. Ash has traveled through time. Ash has a goddamn chainsaw arm. Ash knows spells and shit now. Fuck a chainsaw arm. He gets the mech arm later. Yeah, later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll talk about that. Yeah. Um. So anyway, um. I think that Evil Dead fourteen. That's a great simile. Uh. That it is a remake of Evil Dead one, and Evil Dead two should just be its own thing. In fact, if I was going to erase one movie, I would call Evil Dead twenty fourteen Evil Dead one. Evil Dead 2 being Evil Dead 2, like Ash discovering it. 
Oh, did you guys know the theory, the uh, the um, deadite brainwash theory? Have you ever heard of this? This is the one where two is a continuation of one. Yes. Yeah, I've heard of this. So two is a straight up remake because they were going to remake Evil Dead, the the original Evil Dead. They were actually going to remake it, but because HBO bought Evil Dead 2 before it was even released. We talked about that on our Evil Dead review. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it before you listen to this, obviously. Um, they couldn't get the rights for whatever small pissant company uh, that um, that Evil Dead 1 was under, so they had to change the script just enough. It wasn't Renaissance. Renaissance did the label. It wasn't Renaissance, and it wasn't, it wasn't uh, uh, Rosebud either. It was something else. Anyway, um, they couldn't call it Evil Dead and redo it. They had to call it Evil Dead 2, even though it was a retelling. But the theory out there is that from Evil Dead 1, after the evil melts, that Ash is now part of a Deadeye, and his his task by the evil is to bring in new victims to the same cabin. I heard that. Now, I like this theory, but I think this is... I What I call this is lazy DMing, meaning this is like... This is a way fans can explain number one and number two, and it's not a just con. yeah, and not just go, dude, it's just a remake. Yeah. Well, wait a minute, because number one's so good. Be that Unless you found another girl named Linda and gave her the same fucking locket, you know. Eh. I'm with you. So, it actually was Renaissance Pictures that did the production. Dude, right on. Thank you for doing our work for us. Actually, uh, we did talk about that in the Evil Dead Two remake. I just remember Rosebud and Renaissance kind of sound alike, you know. So, at the Renaissance Fair, girls have roses in their titties. There you go. So, um, where do we move this? Does the does the uh, cutting off her own face Olivia scene beat Boomstick? No, Boomstick. I would say it, no. Boomstick stays. If we're talking shock factor, we're talking best moments, most creative, best, most creative, funny, most iconic, uh, most iconic scary, gory funny like what what boomstick would have to go above this then. yeah boomstick would have to go but it's a tight above margin so boomstick wins yeah boomstick wins over olivia interesting okay all right all right but it is it is very tight dude we're we're in our bronze silver and gold category now this is where boomstick the sh- might carry you think boomstick's gonna carry it might carry it might we'll see what you picked number three Farewell to arms, aka <laughs> Ash's hand gets possessed. Ooh. Let me explain the scene, okay? Mm-hmm. So, Ash gets bitten by Linda's zombified body. Evil Dead 2, by the way. Evil Dead 2. Yeah, Linda's soul is suffering hell. And and then she bites down on him. And he it's got a hand. He's flailing it around. It's hilarious. Epic flail. E- epic flail. <laughs> <laughs> Line of the day. Line of the day. Okay. He goes to the woodshed, and he puts her head in there. He cranks it down. And as she says that, he goes, you're going down. <laughs> <laughs> and then he looks around, and he goes, wait. Knife of the day. Is a chainsaw. Chainsaw. And he goes, chainsaw. And the chainsaw's missing with the chalk outline. She, Her body comes in. They fight it off, and he fights her off with a crowbar, and then he cuts her head up. Now, that's not even the scene I'm talking about. No. That's, that's the lead up. up to the scene. 
So now his hand gets all possessed, and you see a spider web go through, just like we were talking about. Well, if you watch any Evil Dead, that's how the evil gets you, is if it's a wound, it's kind of like a zombie thing, but it happens really quick. His hand starts attacking him, and there's a great three-minute scene of Ash beating the shit out of himself, for real, by the way. Yeah. And here, all of his stunts, all he, those plates beating himself on the head with. And here's the thing, and I, I, I don't know, Neil, you probably heard this, but maybe a lot of our listeners didn't. Sam Raimi got sugar glass for those plates, but they ran out of money. So it's Sam Raimi. <laughs> he had every other plate of sugar glass. Just to give him a break. Ugh, every other. God damn. So, well, not every other, but, you know, like six out of the ten would be sugar glass. Let's put it that way. That explains his face he on some of them. beats the shit out of himself, and they film it in such a great way. And then his hand starts going... Pulling himself, pulling himself to a knife to kill himself. And then he goes like, ah, ah, give me back my Who's hand. laughing now? Oh, yeah, at first it's give me back my hand, then who's laughing now? He cuts off his own arm, duct tapes it, and then puts it in a, in a, a bucket upside down and puts a book, a stack of books, but the top one says farewell to, farewell arms. to arms. And he goes, that's your new home. Yes. Great scene. Does Boomstick beat farewell to arms? I would say yes. Okay. Ooh. Whoa! Oh man! Uh, Dude, I I'm kind of torn here. They're great scenes. Um, I like Evil Dead Two more than I like Army of Darkness, and this is one of those scenes. So you know what? I'm I'm gonna disagree with Nick Neo here, and I'm gonna say farewell to arms beats. Dude, hold Boomstick. on, real quick. I don't have a dog in this fight. They're great scenes, and we're at we're at three and four. I'm gonna need some some more rebuttal. So here's my response on why this is better. It's a more iconic shot with Ash and a more serious moment. I know it's still slapstick. It's still funny, but it's also still scary. Boomstick is him flexing. I think this is him, you know, actually fighting. And I I think it's the better moment. With the better payoff with the Farewell to Arms book. Neo, you have the floor. The argument for Boomstick has already been established, so I don't need to cover that. Oh, well, allow me to retort. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Boomstick, oh, shit. Boomstick is but, great. Boomstick is great. But mm -hmm. my argument is, yeah, the uh, Farewell to Arms, which Ash obviously, like, huh. To himself a little bit because you see it within two, two seconds the hand's gone right now because it's gone it so just say farewell it to it it. because it's gone farewell to arms i well no i'm just saying the whole scene in general with the um him with with, with them fighting and everything else you, you, you know like the, the slapstick of it like the oh, everything the about it okay. yeah yeah, I, I would say this is is well placed by Zach, and as iconic as Boomstick is, this beats it. Someone needs it. We need a definitive answer. I can't have a tie here. I cannot have a tie here. If if we're if we're also including dude, the dude hold on real quick. Ass kicking we, for three minutes. This is we this, are including the ass kicking. We are kicking. Hold on real quick though. You got to remember, 
I'm trying to make the evergreen tomatoes thing a for real thing. We cannot have a tie if we're trying to be no this a, is- a certified sharp. We can't just go okay, whatever. No, I'm I'm, I'm being serious here. It, it includes the self beating, the the stuntmanship that he shows exactly. here. Exactly, and and the low budgetness of it as well. Boomstick is a great wrestling promo. This is actually a wrestling match. Yeah. That's that's why I picked it above. They're both great. Actually, Boomstick was way later on my list. I just knew it would be a dark horse. Yeah, we kicked it up quite a bit, but I think it's it's hit its wall. I think this is the better scene. Neo. Come on, man. Yeah, you got to give me this one. I agree. You All agree? Right. All right, cool. It stands. Number two. The scariest scene in any movie I've ever seen, especially seeing in an empty theater... Can I predict it? You're going to do the laughing scene. The people scene, Evil Dead Rise. The people scene. Oh. The peephole. Oh. The whole like, mommy and, and daddy, yes. we're going to get back together. That whole Open sequence. The whole sequence of her killing everybody while you're just watching through that people, the helplessness, the the claustrophobia of being stuck in that room and looking outside and knowing that all hell is breaking loose and the only thing preventing that hell from getting in is a dresser and a little chain lock. And a little girl who wants her mommy back. Exactly. That scene. Nothing a big old hug and kiss won't fix exactly and her looking dude we even use that image in our shit like uh in in our um in in one of our shows i say that's a solid number two i don't think any horror movie including including like halloween kills with the firemen and everything else that scene is so brutal and so scary because you're watching it through a fucking people that's never been done in a horror movie and through I, the eyes of like a seven or eight year old. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. This deserves this place. Well done. What do you think? And with uh, with Halloween, you get to see him take out the fireman. You do, Yeah. You use your imagination. This one, you just see body parts but, fly but and shit. With this one, you just see a body fly past the peephole, and an arm go flying off and shit. Yeah. And her go blasting yeah. from and the then, shotgun. And then the creepiest part of all. Her sitting down, not even looking. Singing the lullaby. Singing the lullaby, not even looking at the people until she looks through and she goes, oh, hello. Knowing that she's being what, dude. And this, this when we talked, this was the scene of uh, bargaining. When I said uh, Evil Dead Rise is about, you know, the stages of grief. Yes. And it's her wanting her mom back, hoping, okay, I know she killed all these people, but maybe, maybe she's better now. I want my mommy back. And yeah. As so, soon as that door opens and she grabs her by the throat and screams at her, so it's a horrifying let's, scene. Let's let's just jump on Evil Dead Rise real quick um, because we did do a whole episode. It's not usable. It's not funny. It's halfway cringy. Antonius, uh, come back. We miss you. Um, no, we, we could do. I, I'm an illustrious podcaster. We could we could do a good show, but we both got two things from this. I got one thing: Yonic imagery. Evil Dead Rise is all about. Um, the mother, meaning yes, I saw that. Yonic imagery is the opposite of phallic in, uh, imagery. A lot of things in Evil Dead are circular or oval shaped. A lot 
Like, if you rewatch that movie, there I did is... after you said it, yeah, the mother theme is the, yes, throughout. It is a heavy, heavy, heavy mother theme. In fact, the tagline is mother knows best, or at least it was. But there's a lot of things with circular things, like vaginal-looking things, and there's a lot of mother-to-child references, mm-hmm. not only with the acting, but just the imagery itself. Everything from... Birth the, and rebirth with the uh, elevator scene? The elevator scene with the blood... Mm-hmm. All that shit, right? That there's so much shit there. Um, they even have a fucking ripoff of aliens at the end. Get away from her, you bitch. Yep. You know, like when she comes with the chainsaw to save the girl. There's so much there, and and now I got something very. I was different. just about to goddamn fucking introduce. I know. It. Thank you I for saw, stepping on my shit. It's called a segue. It's called a. It's called a white warm people handoff. are great at segues, but not you because you're Hawaiian. I'm not Hawaiian. I'm a Beener Schnitzel. I'm half Mexican, half German. Anyway, so... Uh, yeah. Hey, beans and sausage are fucking fantastic, though. Aren't they? They are. God, they're so good. Any whore. Um, so, yeah, what I got from the movie was um, the stages of grief of, like, losing a parent. Um, some of the things I got were the, the stages of grief themselves, of denial, of, you know, I can't believe, you know, she's dead. I can't believe I'm never going to speak to you again. Um, going into anger, uh, where she tells her, I'm not a fucking groupie, you psycho bitch. Um, into bargaining where the little daughter is like, please, our mom, you're better, right? I want to let you in. And the whole Bethy Boo. Yeah, Bethy Boo. And then she goes, only my sister, you're going to fail just like a roller. Yep. Uh, so uh, bargaining and then uh, depression where you get to, she, uh, the younger daughter has to watch the two siblings die right in front of her as they go, I'm so sorry. And they just die. And she goes, you'd be a great mother because you know how to lie to children. Yeah, yeah it's like, she's like, the uh, Beth is telling her, like, hey, we're going to make it through this. I'm not going to let that happen to you. She's like, yeah, you don't have to lie to kids. And she's al- depressed. Also, she's like, too, Fuck it. There's also no- too, she is pregnant, too, so there's so much about. But you were saying stages acceptance. of grief. Acceptance. You were saying stages of grief. Uh, let me what- do the last one. Okay. So acceptance, the one I didn't cover in our- It's when they got to leave, finally. No. Oh. When she's telling the little girl, it's like, she's trying to take you away from me, baby. She goes- you're not my mom. Oh, and she looks, and yeah. the mother looks. She's not my mom anymore. She yeah. looks sad. She looks like she's gonna cry, and it's like, okay, that's the moment of acceptance. Another thing about Yannick imagery that I brought up to you is when she first becomes possessed and she throws all the eggs like in the thing. Yep. And then they're all mixed together, and they're and all they bloody. Blood and them. she goes, "I had a great dream that we, I cut you into little pieces and went inside you, and we are all one big happy family." And that's what the eggs represent. Foreshadowing, by the way. Yeah, foreshadowing. Because later we get the flesh column, which is awesome. The centaur from Fallout 3, yeah. Flesh column <laughs> from Guar, but whatever. Also, yes. So uh, is this stage number two, or does the, does the uh, um, not boomstick, but does the uh, farewell to arms beat this? No. No, it, it stays at two. It stays at two. Dude. The, it, the peephole? Totally agree. Fantastic. So the only thing I got wrong was boomstick. Boomstick and the tree. Well, no, no, because it beat it beat the tree. So boomstick is the only one well, I've gotten boomstick wrong. Boomstick moved, and then uh, yeah. the tree essay moved down. Okay, for the boomstick next went up, tree essay went down. So for the next one, my number one, I have to and play I a clip. Where to God? If it's not the one I think it is, I'm gonna. I'm gonna play a it. clip. Okay. Let's hear it. All right. So because I didn't want it, if we were to play all the clips, we'd be here for four hours talking about how great the series is. So, yeah, we'd be sitting here just jacking off. So here series. we go. Here's my number one. Tell me if I'm wrong or not. All right. Here we go. Number one. 
Okay. Does anything can can that be beaten? Yes. So here we go. Honorable mention. Wait, whoa, whoa, no, 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 no. Stop the mic. We're talking about the list right now. For what you've li listed, yeah, that's number one. There's fucking no question about Look, it. Look, tell me the first time you watched this movie. That, that, that when that montage, scene came on, you were like, boner, six to midnight. You're like, fuck yeah. Ash is going to carve himself a witch. Oh, yeah. No, it was, it's fantastic. How say you, Nick Neo, the, the montage of him getting the chainsaw arm and getting the double barrel shotgun and just like, you. It seemed hopeless uh, the first time I watched this. Point. And then when I watched it to that point, I was like, oh, dude, the demons are fucked. Yep. As soon as he gets the strap on chainsaw. What do you say, Neo? Oh, yeah. It's number one. Number one. Okay. So let's do a recap. Let's let's do our. Let's our, see where we're at. See where we're at. We're going to do, we're going to do our podium. Number one is the Ash Chainsaw montage of him. Ruby. The groovy montage. Number two for silver is the peephole scene. Yep. And number three is I forgot. Is it is it uh, Feral to Arms or is it uh, Feral to Feral Arms? Feral to Arms. Yeah, Boomstick didn't make top three. I'm shocked. Now that would tell us the top two scenes are in ED two. Yeah. But ED Rise is more on this list. So there we go. I mean, by scene, by scene, worthy scenes, probably the first. Let's do some honorable mentions. I have three great honorable mentions. You already mentioned it the first, so let's just yeah. talk about that, and we'll move on. The laughing scene. The laughing scene should have been on there. I'm so mad at you right now. The laughing scene should have been on The there. only reason why I didn't put it on is because we had so much ED2 that, that I felt... It's so good. It is so good, but... I was thinking about the ED scene with the laughing happens right after the hand scene, and they're almost that's almost like saying two It's its own scene. It, I know it's its own it's scene. It's its own scene on its own. Honorable mention though, because I yeah. don't think that the hand scene would have made it to podium at all. And I wanted to give some options that were different. I wanted I picked at least two scenes from each movie. Okay, and here let me throw out why I think the, the laughing scene deserves a spot here. Because one, I'm a huge fan of like psychological Lovecraftian horror showing madness, and nothing shows madness like that deer looking at here's, it and losing its here's, shit. Yeah, the way it cricks its neck. Here's the thing, though: if you've ever taken mushrooms or hallucinogenics, that scene is the scariest scene you will ever see in any movie, ever. Yeah, ever, because that shit laughing. happens when you take bad acid. Where he starts laughing with it and moving with the Dude, lamp. <laughs> yeah, I like I've taken like edibles and seen like like things breathe and turn their eyes, and you're like, that doesn't even happen. That's a painting. Stop it. Stop <laughs> breathing, painting. Stop looking at me. Yeah, no. As far as honorable mentions, I'm mad that that's not on the list, and I'm glad. It's no, no, it is honorable mention. That's my number one honorable mention. You guys got I got more, but uh, let, let's hear some of yours. Go ahead, Neo. Uh, one of Aside from, you know, covering the series, which that's. It's not off the table. I just haven't well, seen it, so I, I can't, like, relate to it because I tried to watch the series and then for whatever reason, whatever streaming thing I had or whatever, I didn't have it anymore or some, some shit. It might still be on Netflix. It know. might be. I don't know. 
I did watch the first season, and I wasn't that like super super into it. Uh, it, it pitches its stride in the second season. Zombies going off some brains. He'll be back in a second. So, um, here's another mention. It's just pillow talk, baby. Great scene, short, stupid, but it's great. Now, but here goes the yeah. yeah don't go. look like it's on Netflix anymore. Um, um, let me let me uh, let me uh, tell you this thing. So this and Boomstick were like neck and neck. I couldn't pick. I had to pick one or the other. Right. I couldn't put them both in the same list. But the end of Army of Darkness, Ash Housewares, where he's working back at S Mart. And, and like the demons come in and he's just like, you know, like a, and then just fucking kicks ass. Lady, I'm going to have to ask you to leave the store. Exactly. Honorable mention for sure. But is it better than the laughing scene? I kind of think it is. I, I would say that would depend. On... Because if you're really invest, if you're really focused on you know following the madness down the rabbit hole, then the laughing scene takes priority. But if you're just going for the camp, then dude, I'm you know what? I'm super with you. Zombies coming back in. I'm gonna get his opinion. I'm super with you on this because we're just saying, um, is the laughing scene better or worse than? Um, the Ash Houseware scene. Ash Houseware is being a great scene that it is. It doesn't need to be in the movie, but the laughing scene does need to be in ED2. Right? I mean, right. Yeah, at the end of Army of Darkness, the uh, Ash Housewares. Ooh, that's iconic. It is, but it doesn't need to be in the scene like uh, the laughing scene, though. Like, meaning you could Who, cut that movie okay, out Nick and it would have been fine. You know what? You brought up a good one there. But it is a great scene. It's it's a great scene, but, oh, God, I love the laughing scene I know. so much. Just for the madness. And the camp of the, of that scene, I would say it's better, but, you no, that's a great one. Yeah. Um, great honorable mention, definitely. Yeah. Uh, what other honorable mentions? Oh, the evil melts at the end of Evil Dead One when the e- when they always say Dead by Dawn, right? That was the tagline of Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. Did you know Ooh. Evil Dead Two was just going to be called Dead by Dawn? That was great that because they couldn't get the name. That goes into the scene that I was going to recommend next. So Evil Dead One at the very end, when Dawn happens, the Deadites die and it melts like yeah. a candle, and it's a really great effect. Um, Surprisingly I, good practical effect. Exactly. For the time and for the budget. I didn't include it because it's been done in other movies. Um, in fact, it's an exact almost ripoff of um, Temple of, or not Temple of Doom. Sorry. Um, last. No, sorry. The fucking first one. God damn it. The one with the Nazis and the Covenant. The Ark. Lost Ark. Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's it's exactly a ripoff. Raiders. Of, yeah. yeah. It's it's Raiders, the ending of Raiders, but instead of Nazis, it's, it's a demon. Mm-hmm. That was one of mine. Uh, I I decided to leave it off. Um, just I got I got one here. Okay. Now, going into the Dead by Dawn thing, the uh, building of the Chimera, the Flesh Column, the Centaur, whatever you want to call yes. it. Yes. While the other zombies are screaming, "Dead by Dawn, Dead it, by yeah. Dawn," 
fantastic callback. Fantastic. With the scene. mothers on the ground looking up, and they're like yep. going over her, and at first they're crying, and, and then it, and yeah. then they start reaching into her and stuff while that's, they're trying to. That's pull. actually my honorable mention twelve. The creation of the flesh column and best final battle. Yes. But what I'd put above that is actually Maya's final battle with the Jeep that you mentioned earlier. Okay. And here's let me jump on the 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 um, the flesh column one. Okay. It reminded me of something else. It's a great scene. Aliens. No. What? Go with me on this. You All ready? Right. I'm with you. I'm on board. I'm in the passenger seat. The last act the last part of the last act of any Resident Evil game. It felt like the end of a tyrant. Resident... You're fighting yeah. some kind of tyrant. Tyrant v- or like yeah. uh, William Birkin with the G-Virus and like he's coming for you in the train. That was like the elevator was the train for her. So she goes into the elevator. She needs to get the thing that makes it leave. Her escort, her Ashley or her Sherry Birkin, if you will, finds the keys. They start going down, fills with blood. The thing starts coming after her. Quick time event, and now they have to get to the car. That end scene reminds me of something out of Resident Evil, and I love it for that. So it's yeah. a great scene from Resident Evil. Dude, those early Resident Evil games were second to none. Yes. Man. So I would say it's great for Resident Evil. Probably doesn't deserve on the list because it calls more to Resident Evil than it does Evil Dead. What do you say, Neo? Oh, I agree. Yeah. I, I knew you would, because I know so, you, you so love Resident Evil as where, much as Where I do we put uh, Ash's boss battle with, uh, in number two, is kind of stupid. It's just a giant tree busts through, and he chainsaws the hand, or yeah. the eye. That's last on the list. Evil Dead one, the boss battle is he gets killed by sunlight, and it's stupid, but at least it's cool effects, so that's probably number two. Now, I have a very, very hard way to place this. Is Maya's last battle or Beth's last battle better? Because Maya's last battle with her shadow self, with a Jeep falling on her hand and shit, I think that's better than Beth's. It is. And once again, it reminds me of something else rather than Evil Dead. Neo's going to back me up on this 100%. I know I have his support going into this. Have you seen or when read... When she rips off her own arm, dude. Have you seen or read Berserk? No, oh. the anime Berserk. Oh fuck! Oh. <laughs> I knew you'd support oh, me on shit. this. So at the <laughs> end of when Berserk, you guys when you guys stump me, I, I really am happy about it. I, okay. I'm not even this lying. This is this is oh. the horror manga, the horror anime, and oh. it ends um, with uh, the leader, his former friend, becoming a fucking demon, transporting them to this realm of just unholy fucking craziness. All of his friends getting killed and murdered and ripped apart in front of him by demons. His best friend, former best friend, gets turned into one of these demon lords and ends up raping his girlfriend right in front of him while he's got his arm bitten by one of the demons and he, all he has is a broken sword. It's clawing no, him in the eye and holding him down it. and he breaks the, the horn off the demon uses it to cut his arm off to go after the demon Griffith. And he's screaming in pain the whole time, but he all he sees is rage at this point. That is Maya. That is her. She's ripping her Dude, own arm off Maya, to finish the fucking fight. Besides the She's a- guts I was, from Berserk. I was about to actually go into this. Who are your favorite characters in Evil Dead minus Ash? Minus Ash? And minus Evil Ash. You can't say Evil Ash. Good little two shoes. Good little two shoes. Good little two shoes. Good little two shoes. 
besides Ellie. Uh, Ellie's the mom in, in Rise, the right? mom. She's fantastic. She's my, she's my favorite, but after that, Maya's my favorite because when she's freaking out and they think she's just coming down off like... Right, yeah. She's when she's like, When she's like turning around and doing that shit, dude, that shit is scary. And she takes a burning hot shower and, and splits her tongue and shit. Dude, Ellie's, Ellie's the best, though. She's the best Deadeye in history. She's she might even Deadeye. be the best... She might be the best um, one-off horror movie villains. One-offs. Yeah. I'm going to say number one, Ellie. Number two, Maya. Maya. Number three. Linda. Linda. I'm torn. Linda's great. But Beth, though. No, no, no. I'm Beth over Linda. You think Beth over? Okay. Yeah, which Linda? Evil Dead Two, Linda. Evil Dead Three, Linda. We go. We go to Evil Dead Two. Okay. Yeah. Even still, no. Okay. I I get that. I get, okay. I put no. Be- no. My number three is uh oh. Uh, what's her name? Uh, the witch in the basement. Oh um, let's carve ourselves a witch. Uh, not Caroline. What's her? Fi- Sweet Caroline. Caroline. Ba ba ba. I don't know the. Yeah. Uh, who's in my wood cellar? About- yeah. Uh, Cordelia? No. Claudia? No. She's got an old name like that, like Maud or something. No, it starts with an H. Henrietta. Henrietta, Henrietta thank yeah. you. So Henrietta number three. Henrietta number three. Okay. Her Dead by Dawn, or no, her not Dead by Dawn. Her Asakasha Soul, Asakasha Soul, 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 Soul. Yeah. What's up, boy? It's me, Meatwad. You know what I'm saying? You turned it into Meatwad now. I did. What's up, boy? I swallow your soul. Is that going to be our next thing to Hoodcast? You're going to do Henrietta Meatwad? Hey, this is Henry Meatwad. You know what I'm saying? Swallow soul. Yeah, swallow your soul, bitch. <laughs> yeah. But Ellie, Ellie's got to be my favorite yeah, after Ash. Ellie's fucking number one. I mean, she even made the cover for Christ's sake. But yeah. then, then it's. What do you I'm got? sorry. The, the middle imagery of Shake with the Necronomicon is just. I can't piece that together. Dude, they had an episode of that. It was a T-shirt, though. It was Shake got a T-shirt from a mummy, and then <laughs> Shake got it. Curse, curse. Surf, turf. Remember uh, the brood witch? Eat the tomatoes. They're good. No, I don't really yep. like stun-tied tomatoes. They're good. And then he no, eats them and he goes to hell. And it's like, you know, I put my skulls in the window. and it... Oh, Joel? No, he's cool, man. He's yeah, cool, man. You just got to talk to him a little bit. It's like, and then he's really like, cool? hell no, I'll serve a bitch on that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna, I think I'm going to play us out with that. Um, all right, so Neo, you are very well-versed in the show. I've only seen a few episodes. I've seen none of it. What's what's some cool shit that we should actually participate in the shows? And keep in mind, we have I I've only seen halfway through season one. Sell us on the show. Sell it. Okay. It takes place, and that's our episode, what? everybody. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. Jesus. Sorry. Go ahead. <clears throat> so we're doing Washington stuff. Okay. Just kind of cut you off mid sentence. No. Go ahead. No, you're good. We're waiting. You know, it it takes place like 20 years after Army Darkness. And oh. he's all washed up. He lives in a trailer. He has a girl. And Ash being Ash. Yes. And this is called dead air. <laughs> Sorry. It, it, was, it was buffering. Sorry. 
Just keep talking. Uh, it'll go through. Lives in the trailer. Still has, yeah. Uh, still has the uh, fucking the. Oh god damn it! The metal arm that he still has. His car. Does does he still have the metal arm um, from uh, uh, Army of Darkness or no? He does not. Hmm. It's all Stumpy McGee over there. Stumpy McGee, it is. So, but yeah, he God, still yeah. has an Necronomicon. He's hidden this away. And of course, Ash being Ash, decides to get high so he could get some ass. Oh, yeah, I do remember this. And then he reads from it to get some ass. He's like, you you want to see something cool? <laughs> poetry? Yeah, I'll show you some poetry. Sumerian poetry. Sumerian, in indeed. Yeah, he's and such a dumbass. Brings a deadite. So this is this is the first episode I did. I did like I said. I saw the first. I think five or six. But um, are there? Okay, let me ask you this: Ash versus the Evil Dead. Is it? Does it even compare to the movies, or is it just like great because you like Ash? Is it fan service? Like what I mean is the RoboCop series was terrible. The Crow series was terrible. But you would watch it because it was on and we didn't have streaming at the time. Well, actually, no, this did come out during was streaming. Was RoboCop terrible? I remember like The RoboCop it. show? I remember like Oh, dude, it. it was bad. Oh, no. I don't want to rewatch it now. Almost as bad as City of Angels. Or, sorry, Stairway to Heaven. With the worst series ever. Anyway. So, worth watching, Neo? Most definitely. Okay. It keeps, it keeps to the same tone as Evil Dead and Army of Darkness. Okay. Where it's got it's got the camp, it's got the gore, and some horror elements. And it's got Campbell, so And it's got and it's got Bruce Campbell. Well, that's all I need. I'm fucking sold on it. Shit. Shit, I think we And uh, yeah. as of selling point, if you wanna, you know, <laughs> wave the nerd flag a little bit, the pseudo villainess is Lucy Lawless. Ooh. Ooh. Oh man. See, that's that click. I was yeah, telling no, you guys sold, about this because Sam Raimi was clicky with Lucy Lawless because the Henrietta, the brother, played Jockster and everything else. Sam Raimi actually produced a Xena and Hercules. Sam Raimi produced Xena? Yep. I did not know that. Yes. No wonder he, Xena was good. Not only that, he had a hand in uh, directing it as well. Dude, Sam Raimi's a weird guy. He's like a D&D &D horror superhero fan nerd guy. Yeah, I know. I, and... I know. Him and Bruce were actually best best friends in college. That's why, That's why Bruce he's in all the movies. All the Spider-Mans have fucking Bruce Campbell in them. Well, as they should. Every movie should have Bruce. Well, not every movie, but you know, would have been a, Bruce Campbell actually would have been a good Batman. Now that I think about it, Bruce Campbell does cameo at the end of their first Dark Man. Okay, Dark Man I'm was. Glad, yes, I'm glad you guys went to fucking superhero movies here, right? Yes, Dark so. Man was uh was Sam Raimi vehicle, and the reason why Sam Raimi made Dark Man is because he wanted to make a Spider Man dark and gothic like Batman, and the studios told him no, and he goes, "Fuck you, I'm gonna write my own script." And it, sorry, go ahead. I no, didn't no, no, you're good, you're good, you're good. Just I've been waiting to bring this up, and I'm so excited you guys segued it for me. Thank you. Okay, why guys are good at that? Yep. So. Here it is. Here's my idea for rebooting Army of Darkness. I know. Sacrilege. No. You ready for this? You reboot Army of Darkness. Obviously, Bruce Campbell's a little old right now. You get Henry fucking Cavill. You get Superman himself to play Ash. He can do it. He's nerdy enough. He would be fucking uh, excellent. I'm in. I'm oh, in. 
no, no, I'm no. in. No, when he said had, had, I, I just thought The Witcher as yeah, I'm in. No, I'm in. You've already busted, but I'm gonna keep sucking here. You ready for this? You ready? You ready? Yeah. The rest of the You're cast. Take out the balls a little bit. The rest of the cast. The fucking Muppets. We do a Muppet Army of Darkness. Why do you want everything with Muppets? Because it they're under fucking. Used. It actually, actually, there is an episode in season two Ooh. where Ash. Has to fight yes. a Muppet version of yes. himself. Yes. There's tons of yeah. There's tons of uh, memes on it too. If you it, go okay. on Twitter, you will see this meme and it, all the it time. Just as raunchy and horny as he is. Okay, absolutely needs to happen then. Army of Darkness with Muppets starring Bruce if, Campbell. If they do, no, sorry. No. Hold on, the girl then needs to be played by the Ellie character. You know, because remember she turns evil. Yeah, there's usually two humans in every. Uh, no, but remember, she plays like the love interest, and then she dies, and then becomes evil. That yeah. should be Ellie. I, I, if we're gonna should fantasy book. Yeah. So get the then, character. then you know what? Ash should play evil Ash. Just have him play evil Ash. <laughs> Actually, have Bruce Campbell as evil Ash, and just Harry as Campbell evil as regular Ash. Yes. I would love it just for the goody little two shoot. Yes. No, no, or so, or or have Ash play the wizard. You know the wizard that like tells him the words. Yes, and then yeah. and then and then they could be an inside joke where he goes, "Don't cough or or you know actually say him because I fucked that up once." Or yeah. you know what no, I mean? That would be great. That would be great. But yeah, I would I would love to see the Muppets play every other role in there. That'd be great. Shit. Well, you know what? Um... Fuck, dude. I I think we did it. We. Uh... I, I, mean... I will say a couple of uh, nice honorable mentions. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. Uh, one is one of the openings for Treehouse of Horrors. They have Ash writing the words on the chalkboard appropriately. Yeah, that that was funny. Where yeah, there's a Treehouse of Horrors for the Simpsons where he writes off Vratu. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the first couple he gets wrong, and then he yeah. they, they're right from that. Does it dope? Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, that's funny. Um, love that. Um, one of my favorite is the. Swallow this. Oh, yeah. That's a Henrietta battle scene. Yep. yep. Yeah. The Kendarian. Kendarian, yes. Uh, oh, and I, third. Oh, go ahead. Is, uh, is from Evil Dead Rise. Technically, it is two kills for the price of one. And it is. When the mom attacks the neighbor. Bites his eye out. It spits it out. Yeah, and it does the whole the homage callback. to the, the the Bobby Joe swallowing the It's a two for eye. one kill. Yeah. With the interesting fact that bite sound was actually Bruce Campbell biting an apple. Oh, that's hilarious. I did not know that. Yeah, dude, Bruce Campbell's weird. He inserts himself in all the movies, even if he's not on there. Because I mean, he produces all of them with Raimi. He's fucking great. Um, shit. Uh, oh. I don't know. Uh, I I told because um, we did a review and it sucked because I said some fucked up shit. But what I mean by also, fucked up I shit is I made a lot of jokes that just sucked and they just and there was no Antonius and we spent two hours. I spent two hours and seventeen minutes trying to make this motherfucker laugh, and it was just the the stars were not aligned. And uh, <laughs> bitch, if you want, Zach, I've enjoyed the time we've spent as a family. Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> uh, either way. Um, what I was going to say is, did you ever notice, Did you, Nick, have you ever seen Text Chainsaw Massacre Part 2? Not Part 1, Part 2. They've all kind know. of blood together, honestly, as many times it got remade. 
No, number two is great because that's when Dennis Hopper gets in a chainsaw sword fight with Leatherface and wins. Yeah, I'm going to say no. Okay, so the Ch- Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2, the the Anthony Hopkins, or sorry, not did I say Anthony Hopkins? You said Anthony Hopkins. I meant De- uh, De- uh, Hooper. Uh, no, you Hopper. said Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper buys a chainsaw that's stainless steel, and it has these like, the teeth, the the, the, the teeth, like as like a brass knuckle kind of thing in the guard. That is, in the guard. Thank you. That is exactly a. She's using a copy of that in uh, um, Beth is rather in uh, Evil Dead Rise. So that's another Easter egg. Another Easter egg because we went down the Easter egg rabbit hole. We did. We also have the shining scene with the blood from the elevator. We yep. Yes, and then there's um, obviously the Easter egg that everyone knows about, where the uh, elevator is the tree that rapes her. And there, dude, there are so many Easter eggs in that fucking movie. We uh, started this podcast. Um, when you listen to it back, you will hear it. there was a guy at a comic con where they aired this for the first time. It was like a showing in Boston, and this Boston. dude goes, "Fuck this movie, fuck you, fuck you," and and Bruce Campbell's there, and he goes. Why don't you get the fuck out of here? And that's how we begin the episode. <laughs> to but thunderous applause. To thunderous applause. I don't know how you can hate EDR. I don't know how you can hate any of these movies. I can understand why you don't like ED1 because it's so... I'm not going to say dated. But, dated. but the series... It's is, not... It's the first one is not as polished. I'm going to say, though, that in my opinion, Aliens... Predator, Friday Thirteenth, um, Halloween, especially Halloween. God, especially. Um, the only series that's solid, 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 solid is Evil Dead. There is yep. no other series that's solid. There's no skips. There is no yeah. Like, hey, don't watch fucking Nightmare yeah, because, on Elm Street two. Yeah, because I'm like no. Yeah, exactly. Nightmare on Elm Street two is fucking don't garbage. Don't watch Halloween three. Exactly. Don't no, 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 no. Watch Halloween three. Just don't expect Michael Myers. It's still an okay movie. It okay, just don't watch H two O. There you go. With Buster Rhymes. Oh no, no, that's the one afterward. Oh, Resurrection. Yeah, that that don't watch that. Watch H two O. H two O is okay, but it turns out the end's the janitor. Yeah. Anyway, was she a great, great big fat person? Would you? Would you? Would you? All right, so I think uh, that's everything. Um, no, we, we covered all of For it. a top 10 list, dude, for an hour and a half. <laughs> Fuck, we went pretty long. We did. It's a great I, I will list, say, my, uh, my friend Casey, who you know Rob's kind of met online, his favorite kill, especially from Evil Dead Rise, was the doll. Stephanie? Oh, Stephanie? Stephanie. <laughs> Stephanie through the one. face. Yeah. Not, not top 10 material. I can see why he picked it, though. It's a good one. Best kill ever is in um, Maya versus Shadow Maya when she chainsaws her from head to torso. Yep. That's got to be number one. Well, yeah, because that's an actual kill. (laughs) Stephanie was not a kill. No. Well, I mean, still, Stephanie was cool. Like, seeing someone impaled in the face. I actually say the best kill in that movie would probably be the brother. Because that scene is so fucking... Oh, yeah. Stabbed in the arm and then right in the chest. And then he sets her face on fire. And he gets a heroic death. So no, yeah, you know what? Him. No, uh, I don't have him looked up. The nerdy guy in Evil Dead 2014 where he gets killed by a fucking like uh, uh, nail gun. 
Oh, and he gets oh, shot in the yeah. eye. He doesn't die from the nail gun, dude. He no, he bleeds out. But yeah, but, dude, that oh, scene is brutal. Gun. Dude, getting a nail gun, gun to the eye and everywhere, and like his his nail hand, his hand is the wrong way nailed to his fucking ch- dude. That scene is oh, I forgot about the nail gun scene. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. dude. I will tell you what though, if you want to talk about kill scenes, 2014 Evil Dead, Evil Dead probably has the most brutal most brutal not as scary but the most brutal yeah, gore yeah uh oh yeah if you're a gore fiend i think 2014 the splitting of the tongue with maya the raining blood the raining of blood yeah exactly um yeah if you liked berserk at all you're gonna like did you know that evil dead has three records of the most blood ever used in a movie that's why I don't know that. That's it why was, they had to switch to black to, bl- to exactly. green to blue. The Shining was number one, and then Evil Dead 2, they had to switch. Like We were talking about this. Did not get an X rating. They had to switch the blood from different colors, from blue to red to green to blue to black. They had to switch it, or else it would get an X rating. And then Evil Dead 2014 comes out, and that had the most blood ever used in a movie ever. And I think it was something like a hunt. And this sounds like a gross... Uh, exaggeration. It was a hundred thousand gallons. Then in Evil Dead Rise, there's a ton as well. I don't think it beat it, but with Definitely the ele- didn't beat it. but it was close with the elevator scene plus because they use a hundred tons of blood or a thousand tons of blood rather. I believe it. So anyway, oh, okay. yeah. Uh, for Evil Dead 2013, it was seventy thousand gallons. Okay. God damn. Uh, what about Compared to okay. the original had 200 to 300 gallons. What about Evil Dead 2? Or sorry, uh, Evil Dead Rise versus Evil Dead 2. You know, while he's looking that up, there's something mm. 6500 liters. Damn. That's so, wow, liters. Wow, this is still this is still so fucking close. I mean, Evil Dead is in the Guinness Book of World Records, at least as a series for having the most blood by far. I think there is more blood in Evil Dead used in the making of this than water in the making of Titanic. <laughs> like, it's up there. Well, considering Titanic used CG, yeah, you're probably right. Oh, dude, by the way, uh, Nick, uh, tell Didi, probably February, maybe March, but we got a whole list of... Um, your boy Stephen King, and I picked out good ones. He picked out. Some we good got ones. a lot. I mean, we got a lot of good ones. But you know I, what? I can promise you, she'll probably want to cross-reference that list. <laughs> good ones, meaning, like I, I already said, we we already have Misery, and we already have uh, Pet Cemetery. But now we're also going to do Christine, Maxim, Maximum Overdrive with Emilio yes. Stavez. Fuck yeah, right? Emilio. That movie was. Basically fueled by methamphetamine and Emilio. So uh, we also have a few more, such as The Mist. Yes. Frank Got- Darabont's masterpiece. Fuck yeah. Dude, we're going to do a whole Stephen King month, but because I want to move Stephen King month one month after because my wife actually suggested this Tarantino month for January. Oh, I'm so there. Now, here's the thing. I'm also kind of bad you're not going to go kill Bill 1, but... No, no, no. We're going to take a vote. So, Pulp Fiction has to be on there. Obviously. 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 My pick is Bastards. Yep. 
Oh, yes, definitely. So you, you get a pick, and then Antonius gets a pick, and you get a pick. What do you think your pick is going to be? So we have to do – obviously, we have to do fiction. I would love if one of you guys said um, dogs, but Bastards is my favorite. So I really wanted – and Bastards is such a great movie that it could be a two-parter. So what do you guys think? Uh, I will say this much as it's kind of a little segue to that. On Sniper Elite 5 – on the third mission, they do reference the tavern scene. Yes. Yeah, I know. Dude, don't even get me started on Bastards. That's going to be... be dude, we're going to do Bastards. It's going to be great. We can't even go in the making of it because there's so Save much shit to cover. Yeah. So I'm t I'm picking Bastards. What's your guys' pick for, um, for uh, fucking Tarantino month on January? My wife's I'm been bugging Django. me about this for I'm a long Django. time. You doing Django and Jane? I'm going Django. Okay, you going Django. What do you got, Neo? You could think on it. You know, as I'm sure Rob probably expects me to say Kill Bill, especially the first one. I thought you were going to say number two. Actually, I like the first one better because there's more swordplay. What? Number two is way better. I, I didn't say I don't like it. I say I like it more because of the swordplay. So we're going to... But are you satisfied? Oh, okay, 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 okay. He's gonna I'm actually going to choose one that's not mentioned a lot. Is he going to say Death Proof? I'm going to say Jackie Brown. <gasps> Fuck yeah! Wow. Dude, Neo! Dude, Knuckles! I love Jackie Brown and no one loves that movie. Dude, I... Fuck yeah. So I haven't seen that one, so I'm excited. Here's what we're going to do. When we do Tarantino, we're not going to go by picks. We're going to go in order of where they came out. So I'm going last. <laughs> has has fucking no. I'm going last. Django came out after Bastards, didn't it? It came out after, so I'm going last. No, I know. I saw, I thought Bastards came out Ooh, after Django. Django came out. Oh, after. okay. The that's such a great movie. Um, but here's my question to you guys. I love that you picked Jackie Brown, dude. That movie is so underrated. That is the most. Well, under you could always someone could always do Hateful Eight. That is a series, not a movie. No, it was a movie first. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I Actually, will... it it was a movie, and then the extended cut did it into a series. No, what y'all niggas don't know is that movie came out as a series on Netflix, not titled uh, Tarantino. I, I'm not even lying. Yeah, it was a hidden. Before that. It was a no. It wasn't. No, Brett. No, it wasn't. Look at the big brands on Brad. That movie came out as a series unannounced. And it was there. And then they were looking at the plus and minuses to see if it should be edited or not. That's a thing. I know this. Don't fuck with me. Don't fuck with me, Brett. God damn it. Yes, you did. Yeah, no, yes, no, you no, did, no, Brett. no, 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 no. I'm not leaving until you tell me that God came down and stopped these motherfucking bullets. All right, it's a miracle. <laughs> Can we get in the car? All right. So, so we're, but what I was going to ask, though, is should we do fiction or dogs? I think we should do fiction, though, because we're going to have so much fun with it. And like, dogs have been done to There's death. no way. I don't even have to watch Bolt Fiction. We could just talk and just quote that fucking movie forever. Basically. And plus, it's like we did with Ghostbusters. We can just talk. And, and we can go. Because is such... It's it's a memeable movie, dude. 
Pulp Fiction is so our. I think that movie is like the Seinfeld of my generation, quotable, where you can go like Royale with cheese and everyone knows what you're talking about, you know, or you can say like uh, Pride's fucking with you, you know, like this, that movie is so quotable. Zed's dead, baby. Zed's dead, baby. Zed is dead. Zed's dead. Plus, there's so many Easter eggs in that. I even, I need to tell you guys about the, uh, the race car and the red theory. That, that, uh, yeah. Um, all right, cool. Well, shit. So I will say what? this much, though. If oh. I had to pick between Planet Terror and... Planet Terror. Yeah, it'd be Planet Way Terror. Way better. Way better. Planet Terror is so much better. It's so good. It's so good. Death, Death Proof was, was a letdown, honestly. Well, we I know. I'm with yeah. you. We can't do Planet Terror. That's not, that's not Tarantino. That's Robert Rodriguez. Well... Which is why it's good. <laughs> Anyway, cool. So uh, just letting you guys know that we are going to do Tarantino Month. And then uh, February, we're going to do Girls Month. We're going to do only girl movies. I thought we were doing Stephen King Month. Stephen King Month's coming in March. Oh, okay. That's March. Yeah. February is the month of love. So exactly. we've got to do two Yeah, we're going to do uh, Jawbreaker, Jennifer's Body, mm-hmm. Clueless. I got a few more. Oh, Heathers. Are we doing Mean Girls too? We already did Mean Girls. I, we got to redo it. Dude, Mean Girls is our highest downloaded one besides The Craft. <laughs> Those are our two biggest. The craft too. I'm not even lying. Dude, but our Craft episodes, are, we'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, right. There's other movies out there. Oh, species. That's what uh, Antonio's been wanting to do for a while. That's a good yeah. one. I haven't seen it since it came out, so I'm excited I, to see it again. I remember seeing Species 2 in theaters. And then in May, Nicole, because her birthday, she requested we do the Blood and Ice Cream trilogy. The Cornetto trilogy, nice. Yep. So we'll do that. Oh, known known in America as the Blood and Ice Cream, but yes, oh, you're correct. The Cornetto trilogy, yeah. And yeah, yeah. April is Arnold. Oh, Arnold Month. You're right. We have. I have so many movies, and the one movie that everyone's been dodging. Actually, a couple movies. We need to do Total Last Recall. Action Hero. Total Recall. Yes. Total Recall. Last Action Hero and Conan. Running Got- Man. Run, uh, and Running Man. Yeah, okay. th- those are actually on the top right there. Boom, I'm looking at it. Cool. Running Man's awesome. There is only one Total Recall, and it's with Arnold. Fuck yeah. Agreed. Uh, like there's only one fucking Red Dawn. Yes. And it's not the 20, not the one from uh, the modern. Dude, you're talking to people that know movies. Of course. Of course yeah. we know this. Now, here's the thing. Now that we're kind of planning the shit out, just stretching shit out a little bit. Now, now we're getting in some uh, some uh, after dark territory yeah. here. But um, we need to do a summer blockbuster thing. But I was thinking because um, we haven't really showcased. I was thinking doing some uh, Stallone. Oh, ooh, say Stallone. say Cobretti. Cobra, Marion Cobretti. Very nice. Very nice. Saying some cliffhanger. Cliffhanger underrated. Oh yeah, John Lithgow was a piece of shit in that movie. Saying some first blood. Yes. So uh yeah, we we uh, let's now, I'll say this. I'm torn between first blood and first blood part two. First blood. Uh, first first blood. blood. Because I want to end Stallone with my favorite D Man. D Man. Oh. D Man. 
Yep, Demolition Man. Demolition Man, dude. I cannot. Only, Such only, a... only if we get to watch that on the cutting room floor, and I will bring. Taco of course Bell, we will. And I will bring. You're, Taco you're Bell. forgetting oh, a good one, can... though. Oh, oh, yeah. Ten going cash. Oh, dude, that does. Oh, that, mm. yeah. No, 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 no. Hold on. No, no, no. To wait, wait. No, 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 no. To be unfair, You've got Stallone and Russell. You got Russell Crowe, dude. Big you Trouble, Little China. We got Russell oh. Crowe. Russell Crowe was not in Big Trouble, Little China. No, no. Uh, uh, Tango and Cash. Uh, Kurt Russell. You have. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't mean. I didn't Gladiator mean. Gladiator was not. God damn it, you fuckers. <laughs> I me I meant the thing. I meant Big Trouble, Little China. You know who the fuck I meant. God damn it. All right. <laughs> Well, I think it's going to do it for us. Uh, Neo, yep. thanks for being on. Um, you came in just at the right time. Almost when, on time. Almost on time. It's okay. Um, uh, I don't think anyone out there is going to do a better top 10 list than than we just did. No, no. We, we, we debated. We we nerded out. We uh, ranked. We ranked. You know, I, I even looked at different, play, different uh, top 10s from the Evil Dead series to see what was on there. Yeah, no. Did... We, did did we uh, come close or did we uh, surpass? I think we surpassed them, honestly. I think yeah. we did, too. I really actually took a lot of time to think about this list, and I'm like, you guys need to rank it, because I knew I put Boomstick as kind of a sleeper. It but, jumped but, up pretty high. But I knew I surprised you guys when I put the peephole a kill scene. Yeah. I knew I knew you guys kind of, I didn't, wouldn't say forget, but not think about it but when you think about it that shit haunts me yeah it's creepy yeah it's not it's not shock horror it's creepy so we're gonna get out of here with the creepiest thing ever uh neo i will say oh. i did enjoy the wood chipper kill i was gonna bring it up but it's not as good as the others you're right yeah we, we that kill. was honorable mentions where it was the last battles and um it seems like 2014 and uh evil dead rise have a very similar last battle where it's survival girl with chainsaw versus evil i like the wood chipper scene but it doesn't maya's what maya's last way battle better. is way scarier yeah oh yeah wins. because beth kind of has like odds on her side in a way in a in a way you know i mean she's she she still has both of her arms <laughs> she's not fighting in blood rain she's not fighting in blood rain she doesn't have a jeep on her arm and she has to pull it off which is one of the most brutal parts of every movie i'm gonna show him the end of her service. by the way dude neo we have some dark fucking movies coming up for you that you have awesome. no dude like i'm talking dead girl which you've never seen um robo geisha Actually, I might, I might, <laughs> I might go, I might go super, super dark and just go into like, I might, I think I'm, police. no, I'm thinking about this because no one's doing it. I'm thinking about doing dead girl. I'm thinking about doing Serbian film. Ooh, too far. Hit the too far bell for me. I'm tapping out on that one. You can't do Serbian film. I can't do Serbian. Nick, film. have you ever seen Serbian film? Judging from his reaction, it's probably best. I don't. It's uh, the, it is the, we'll save it for next time. It is the darkest movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Dead Girl is a close number two. Dead Girl mm -hmm. and Serbian film make um, Human Centipede look like a Disney movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, Dead Girl, we're definitely doing, because it's one of my favorite zombie movies. 
And one of my favorite Rob Zombie songs. No, that's Living Dead Girl. That's actually a good song. It's a great song. All right, so we're going to get out of here, guys. Uh, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, I'm glad we rectified our shitty episode with a good episode. Yeah, no, this was a fucking fantastic. It was, it way, was way better. better yeah. yeah, We are not releasing the other one. No, we're not. No, it bad. might be a forgotten episode that's behind a paywall a long a time from, from now. now. Yeah, Maybe. Oh, I, I would like to add that here probably in the next month or two, Casey is going to become a Patreon. Get him in here. Casey? I don't know Casey, do I? I don't know Casey. Yeah, you do. Chop. Xbox. Oh, oh, Jesus Christ. Holy shit. Okay, he, okay, you ever had this happen before? He just recommended a friend of mine that he used to play online with. Yes. Fucking Xbox 360. Dude. I have not heard of dude, this man. Dude, I swear to God, years. I know two people that I've been playing since. Um, PS3 and 360 that I still keep in touch with. I've never met them in real life, and I know their wife's name, their dog's name, and everything else because I've been playing with it. Dude, one wait, of, wait, one of the, the people one, one of the people I've been playing with, I've known since they were underage on Borderlands 2, and now they're married with kids. Jesus Christ. And what I mean by underage, not like gross. I mean they were like 17, you know, and I was like 26 or some shit. What what's the gamer tag again? Chop 2008. Yep, yep, okay. Oh, how do we? Uh, so that's you're a Xbox kid, right? I'm Neo? an everything kid. Okay, so uh, I you're gonna ask him, uh, Neo, ask him? dude. I ask him? I just got back on on GTA Five uh, because of Jeff the Tech. I'm back in. I'm Zach Evergreen, and um, I've just made on GTA Five. You know, I'm a Cinema guy, right? I made top dollar from uh, The Crow. That's my main character and he owns a goth nightclub and my other character is based off of the janitor from Willy's Wonderland. He looks just like Nick Cage. I picked out his album and everything. And he just walks around like, you know, and, and he's got his Mustang. So if you want to play with me on that or you want to play Diablo 2, I'm at... Um, my uh, my Xbox is very neglected. Speaking of kid, though, it's the it's the mid-90s. Nintendo, Super Nintendo, oh, shit. and Sega Reign Supreme. Yes. Which one did you have? Holy shit! Real, real quick, thank you for the lead up, dude. Nick, we are going to do a whole series. Whole Power Glove. A whole Power Glove series. It's not going to be done in one hour. It's going to be done next Tuesday. We're saying Tuesday, right? Yep. Next Tuesday, we are going to balls deep. Into the console wars, meaning the console wars. Were you a Genesis or were you a Super Nintendo kid? I had the Super NES. So did I. Okay, he's out then. But no, no, he's and, not out because and the Game Genie. Of course, the Game Genie. Who didn't have a fucking cheater? Um, no, Game Genie was when you already mastered a game and you just wanted to fuck with it and see like what you could do with the game. Um, you couldn't beat it, and you were dog. We got it. Well, the Game Genie on Super Nintendo didn't really work as well as it did on the regular Nintendo. But anyway, we're going to talk about the NES Wars versus uh, Genesis War of, of the 16-bit war, as they call it. Mm -hmm. We're going to go deep in, and it's not going to be a one-time thing. We're going to play commercials. We're going to talk about the games we liked. We're going to talk about... Because I was across. I didn't have the Genesis. Jonathan Fallen did from Hoodcast AF. And we would hang out and hook up both up to the TV and just play arcade and shit, like, and switch off back and forth. So, and dude. I did, I'm the exact opposite. I had the Genesis as a kid, and my buddy Crispy, 
he had the Super Nintendo. So I think this is going to be probably a three-part series on on the wars. So uh, this is going to be for the foreseeable future. Our Tuesdays are probably going to be Power Glove. We need to get some more Power Glove out there. Um, not to say that we're going to falter on some uh, knife parties, but we need more Power Glove out there, dude. Yeah, we, we need to get we need to we need to retro nerd some shit. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So cool. All right, guys. Uh, I think we did it. Um, we're out of here. We're out of here. Uh, final thoughts, words, anybody? Um, I think I have some tapes to return. Be kind, rewind. Nick? Do not read old porn? Mysterious books. Oh, okay. Oh, so yeah, 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 yeah. If you find something in there, it's probably your mom's like like uh, um, dream diary and you don't want to read that shit. Or it's it might be the Necronomicon and you might cause shit. All right. Klaatu Verata, Nick Fomaniac. Nick, we're out of here. Thank you very much, brother. No shake! I know! The stupid pirates must have buried the gas line down there. I told you, 14 inches! You tell me a lot of things, but that doesn't mean I have to listen. Whoa! Shake! Stay right there, I'll go get a flashlight. I got it. Come to me and taste the future. Taste what? Hey! Free sandwich! But beware. But you just told me- Look, I'm a thousand years old, I know what I said. Beware. Yeah, you'll beware. I'm eating this. Hey, whoa! Where the hell is this? You'll know in time. <laughs> the question is, will I care? Probably not. <gasps> oh, my God. Shake? That is no ordinary sandwich, Shake. Oh, my God. Oh, but do you ever have anything good to say? It's a free sandwich. It's not a sandwich at all, Shake. It's the Brood Witch. No, the Brood Witch, Meatwad! Brood Witch! Wait, wait, say what? Brood Witch! The Blair Witch is here? No, Meatwad, the Brood Witch! I'll oh. tell you what it is, friends! It's shut up and let me eat it! It's a sandwich! Two pieces of bread and some meat! Just a little flavor, just a little taste in my mouth. What's going on? Shake, get rid of the damn sandwich. If you keep it here, you're gonna eat it, and then you're gonna die. No, I won't! I'm not gonna eat the whole thing! See? Oh, God! Okay, look, this is irritating. It's the brood which shake. You're chosen. I haven't paid taxes in six years. I'm not getting busted by a sandwich. Then you must find another with an appetite for insanity. Hey, you dumb. Eat this. I heard what that poor said. I ain't eating jack. You're gonna let this guy scare you? Go on. Wolf it down. Dog. Well, I don't know. I mean, is the mayonnaise fat free? You're a dog. Because, you know, it's not the calories that get you, man. It's the saturated fat. Whoop it, you mutt! Me what? No! Hey, did you hear what I called him? He can't do jack about it. Hey, hey, hey! How'd you like Mr. Sticks? He was a real treat, wasn't he? Yeah, Joe said you guys had a little running, but he's a decent guy. I mean, once you get to know him. Bull crap! I know that guy was all over you with his axe. No, that don't sound like Jerry. Not the Jerry I know. Took me to Merry Christmas. Which is a strip club. Merry Triple Xmas. You see what I'm saying? Give me that sandwich! Wow, so you saying it was fun? Yeah, no, that's some bitch had an axe. I don't understand how there's such a lack of appreciation for that 
backlight coming through the glass of the jars that the brains are in, and it just looks cool. You've seen that. Why move it? That's the point of putting it next to the window. And right. I'm sure you've because explained that to yeah. Kathy, but she no, obviously doesn't move get the it. bed, but there's no, you know, there's, I can't even argue with it. Ugh, f***ing ridiculous. So if I want to move the bed... Hey, isn't it that guy? I want to the toilet seat, right? Oh, what the f***? Jerry, no, we're cool! It's cool, man, we're shake, cool, Shake, 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 shake! Victory is mine! Well, what about the, the sun-dried tomatoes? Ugh. Yeah, I picked them off, because they're disgusting. The brood which cannot be taken apart or disassembled. Well, obviously it can, because that's what I did. Well, you better put them right back. Put them back where? I ate the sandwich. It's gone. Congratulations! You passed the test! You've handed out the last temptation of the Brood Witch! Really? Hey, why do I win? Hell no! I'm not marrying this bag of bones! Seriously? Yes. Seriously. Alright, congratulations! I know that I said the last one was it, but that was the last temptation of the Brood Witch! You passed again! You're something else! Yes, I am! What do I win now? Free brain surgery! That's what I'm talking about, baby! Hey, wait a minute! Now eat him! God damn it, you're still listening? Why are you listening? You should be contacting Hoodcast AF and leaving a goddamn message how they're worthless pieces of fat body brood witch. Yeah, bastards.